It's time for the podcast yeah. you all love. Let's go. Watch your I'd like to apologize briefly because um, I knew this was going to be an issue when I was on the way here, but I am wearing uh, a shirt that I have worn in the past in a previous episode, and yeah, I like it like that, and um, I want to apologize because I know that at the very first episode we set a policy um, that said that you know we would never wear the same shirt more than once, but I had to break that because... I, I have a shirt in my closet that I know I'm going to want to wear tomorrow when I go to dinner and um, that is a new shirt and I want the people that I'm going to dinner with to see my new shirt. This on the other hand is a less pressing matter to me and I, I knew that it would be okay to the viewers because uh, after all there's only five of you so I didn't think it would be a huge deal. You know, Now that we're getting more comfortable with each other. Um, what am I drinking you ask? Well this is just simple water with lime. I requested a soda um, on a, uh, at my arrival to the house, but I was um, my demands weren't met, so I had to settle. But it's okay because I really like just simple water and lime. It's a very good combination. And studies are showing, scientists are saying that uh, adding citrus to your water can be extremely healthy and uh, healthful at the same time. So maybe it was a blessing I didn't have to go for that high-calorie, sugar-packed drink like a coca-cola or pepsi um but sometimes you do need that coke you know sometimes you're, you're eating something and you need a nice coca-cola with ice and there's no other drink that will do quite the same thing you know it's sweet it's bubbly on your tongue so i don't know you gotta get we gotta get in touch with coca-cola i would say at this point because they know we're big fans of the show and i don't know Kind of makes me happy. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <coughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the JP Heston uh, What's Your Angle podcast. My name is Jake Dambra. He thick, brah. 
And my, my name is Kate. My partner in crime here is Caleb Thickum Cronano. That's what we're calling me now these days because I'm trying to maintain a body ratio that allows for the fat to actually be attractive. And did you notice something new about my uh, co-partner, my partner in life? Did you? We'll give you leave three it in seconds. the comments. We'll give you three seconds to leave it in the comments, or else we're sending the bomb. You don't <clears> want to <throat> know what that means. Ding ding! Three seconds has gone up. Uh, hopefully, you have it right in the comments. And if you do, I'm going to send you something special your way. Just put a comment your address under it. Yes. Just reply. Thank you. And speaking of the bomb, I'm looking. I'm 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 kind of excited, and I can't I can't stop smiling because uh, a recent thing that our president of the America of the United States did with a similar bomb, um, dropping it on, on Iran, killing uh, 45 Iranians and, and a very important person. Um, <clears throat> and I'm actually so excited with this new bomb talk. We, uh, we could be going to war and we could be getting drafted because we're two healthy boys. So the ripe age of 22 and uh, 21, essentially. Mm -hmm. Essentially, and we are perfect for the plucking. We have no health disease. We have no joint pain whenever we work out, do anything. We're mm -hmm. not in any pain ever. We don't have asthma. And actually, new studies are showing that the U.S. military is actually going to recruit any, all and any uh, persons before, if you had a disability, if you had a mental disability, if you had a physical disability, you weren't eligible to be drafted. But now they're actually saying uh, we are accepting everyone. And actually, a uh, funny thing is, before how they you know they were kind of not so accepting of um gay and lesbian uh soldiers at this time they are having an open policy equality policy they've given us the you know the hate the hate's gone they decided and it no has nothing to do it has nothing to do with the draft that they need people um but they they just at, it's it happened to the line that at this moment they accepted you know they want to want to be equality no more discrimination against gay straight women lesbian. can now uh, are going to be drafted too so it's great you know and that's kind of what the founding fathers wanted. Mm -hmm. They wanted you, equality for all. Yeah. It's in the Constitution. If and you have Down syndrome. Finally caught up with it. If you have Down syndrome, that's actually one of their top drafts. They're, they're, they're excited and they're excited to welcome Down syndrome you know, into the workforce, into the, the uh, military force. They're going to find a good job for, for the Down syndromes, mm -hmm. uh, autistics. And they are ex extremely excited. Asperger's. Because they've never done this before, but it just happened to align at the time that we need a draft. Um and I'm just happy that they had me sign up when I was registering for my college mm -hmm. because if I had to do this whole sign up process now I would be so you know it would be so overwhelmed but at that point it was just a simple button you know would you like to register for selective services you didn't have a choice so it just said yes there was no option second option just it wasn't really a checkbox it was well, more it was just more like, like you acknowledge this it was more like a statement would you like to register for selective services and then it said yes in the next sentence yeah, and, so and you, just, you just you just checked you kind of just checked that sentence, and if you didn't check, it would put a little asterisk. It would say, "Please yeah. check the required field." And if you decided to leave the page, you know, you couldn't go to college. Yeah, um, so it would you, actually need, say, you had sorry, to do it on FAFSA, and you know, in order to afford most like private universities, you kind of needed to get that step out yeah. of the way, which is or, good. Or or if you weren't going to college, this is something great. A lot of people were were mentioning to me is that if you weren't going to college, you if if you needed an identification, even if it was a microphone. Or uh, I mean, sorry, if it was a driver's license, or just an identification that everyone needs, an ID card, um, you they would also ask you at that point. I heard. Mm. So even if you weren't going to college, there was kind of no way around uh, being drafted at some point, and that is a great thing. But I mean, who needs? If you don't drive, then you're fine. You're going to be okay. You didn't, you know, if you didn't, if. <laughs> 
if you're a, a, a recent adult male, fresh, you know, very nice, 18, uh, 18 and 25, and you haven't, you you don't go to college, so you're not going to college, and you don't drive at at all whatsoever, then, and there's plenty of those, you know, males in the United States, uh, uneducated and uh, in, inability to drive, honestly, you made the right choice, yeah. um, and you know some people applaud you for that we, i really do applaud you for that and I, i've thought twice about going to college now mm. um i've tried asking if i could take it back but you know universities like you already have the degree i'm like well what if i shred my degree does that void everything and they said that's not really how it works uh, they said, but you, we do you encourage do you yeah, we do to, you do have the option we do encourage you to shred the degree though mm. so i'm going to get that done i'm going to do that with my friends it's going to be a really great time and then i'm going to recycle mm-hmm. yeah um so it's a great it's great news for the people of the USA and also the people of Iran. Um, and honestly, I've been times. playing a lot of games like Modern Warfare, you know, Escape from Tarkov, PUBG. Yeah, we kind of know. I I think I I think I've I think I know enough. Yeah, and I to, think that's one by. of the reasons why this generation of people and even the, especially the previous generations are going to be such good draft candidates because we have so much kind of. Um, we have so much perspective on Warcraft and I mean we can like think of things that our enemy would never think of uh, because coming from those third world countries they probably didn't have access to the games that we did right so we had you know this these modern warfares these battlefields even I would I would even argue Halo was the most um, tactical tactical and the most kind of thoughtful um, and the fact that you were fighting non-humans is also desensitizing in a good way because yeah because that that whole phase of boot camp will be will be phased out where you have to kind of desensitize your brain to killing which by the way super help uh healthy and helpful you should do that even if you don't go to boot camp me and jake had to take a class uh that was a a preface to drivers that it was called uh it was called killing and being okay with it yeah well that was the name for and then in parentheses it was you know the d's the d the the mass the mass uh, agenda to desensitize murdering mm-hmm. and this is something amazing this was introduced before high school the a madam. lot of the great a lot of the great mass shooters of our generation took this class and they were kind of influenced by these amazing teachers that taught you listen it's okay to kill if you're killing for your country if you're killing with nationalism and kind of supremacy in your heart so i think the, the whole phase of boot camp is going to be kind of phased out because um, we we know so well we already did the boot camp we already you know talked to mcclellan we already talked to soap if you know what I mean, yep. um, I went through the shooting range. I got done with it under a minute, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. So, and I was trying to get a record. I, I kept running the shooting range, um, but you know they said I, I yeah. continued with the rest of the campaign. And, and I'm pretty kind of, sure it kind of it kind of it kind of helps you. I'm pretty sure that that, that they're taking kill death ratio. They are um, at this time taking kill death ratio submissions. So you can kind of that kind of determines where you get drafted, like what specific department yeah. you have. So if you have a low KD and you're a bit of a noob, you're going to be kind of more on the coastal, uh-huh. coastal, coastal guard, or endangered. But yeah, less. You know, maybe you'll be swabbing some decks, and then meanwhile, you know, if you had, let's say, a three KD, which is pretty unbelievable, um, only some of the top legends got got that KD. You're going to be on the front lines. Uh, we're going to put you know an yeah. LMG. We're thinking probably a. Uh, What's that gun? Probably, saw. Probably thinking a saw, right? Mm. Saw with a tripod, you're going to be up and there. It's really and you're going to have a camera carry. with a tripod. It's really easy to carry. They made them extremely light this year. Um, but, you know, that's exciting. 
But I heard specifically one of the more exciting things is speaking of the KD and you know obviously only a small percentage of our population can achieve such of uh, you know these these amazing feats. Um, not only is it going to be uh, uh, call, recalled for in um, the Modern Warfare series in the battlefield and the, and the first person shooter, but also I'm I'm getting word in actually as we speak that um, uh, Fortnite is going to be the main. Uh, kind of trophy game and if you have a high Fortnite you know kill death ratio if you're doing well in Fortnite that is that you're actually gonna be drafted first you're gonna be put on the on the extreme front lines because that's the kind of soldiers they want so with that being said since we have such a high per- uh, a low percentage of, of you know amazing gamers I would like to say at this time I'm you know I'm would be happy to serve under ninja someone like ninja someone like I don't know I mean, who who else? Shroud, Shroud is great. I would be happy to kind of kind of have them as my uh, lieutenant, especially Ninja, um, because he's one of the younger ones. And he's, yeah, he's going to be great. And let's think, think about it this way: the whole kind of uh, battlefield is changing. World War One, we were using mustard gas, melting flesh off people's faces. That was the playing field. Scratch that off. Now we only have you know Heinz mustard. We put that on our hot dogs. We put that behind us, right? Second World War mass genocide okay now we're getting into something that isn't so fun right it, it, that's a little more ser- you got to take that a little more serious but luckily we took care of him we took care of himmler and he's gone forever so that's good and we you know we we, we got rid of the gases so there's no more gas it's just going to be you know gun on gun warfare brutality um but believe it or not this next world war i'm getting word in that just like fortnite it's actually going to be strictly according to the um, united nations treaty um, it's going to be fought only in battle royale. Interesting. So it's one man for himself. So it's one man per country. So what happens wow. is they jump in through an airplane on Arangale, or maybe we'll call it Miramar and PUBG, or maybe we could call it Frosty Fields. And where Fortnite. are they? Where are they holding this? Uh, so they were, you know, they they put the United Nations has a ton of extra capital, so they decided to build an island actually from scratch, a human island in the middle of the Indian Ocean, believe it or not, which is secluded no one's going to find it and the only people that can find it are those that know about it and because of that they're going to be loaded on a jet one f950 um with nothing but you know their clothes on their back and maybe a backpack or two and they're going to drop in and we're going to have a representative from each country now i'm rooting for united states because it's actually going to be a voting process you vote who you want to uh drop in in battle royale Ah. So exactly, you wouldn't think that. Right? I wouldn't think, but and they—they they don't. It's similar to Hunger Games in that they don't really have much of a choice, uh, but the people choose who who they'd like. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that we're moving as a society towards this um, kind of uh, media-driven democracy in which uh, we are kind of electing people that are more present in the pop culture than the political realm, and also we're sending people to war that. Uh, we favor more in the terms of you know their their publicity and their style kind of like American Idol we are calling in we're voting this person and we're sending them to battle but it's a good thing um, and I'm, I'm, I'm extremely excited about that it's that's that's a great thing to hear and I think it's kind of almost gonna the war is kind of almost gonna turn into like Olympics um, kind of a new Olympics I'm getting word uh, that you know since there's gonna be one person from each country it's gonna be even more refined um, and it's going to be uh, broadcasted on national television. And I'm hearing now, just now on national, I'm hearing this in my earpiece. Um, they're actually getting rid of all other TV channels 
when mm. that starts because it's a, it's a four year they said they say in advance okay we're gonna ha- we, we're funding the war with 30 trillion dollars and it's going to be a four-year process they put a cap and in that time they're actually eliminating all other tv channels streaming platforms and any media that you can access and everyone in the world is going to be having to tune into the uh war that will be broadcasted mm-hmm. now you may be thinking okay that i can get into but what's the you know angle going to be like is it going to be multiple cameras it could be third person it's going to be yeah well this is where it's kind of cool you can go from the first person to third person of individual countries and uh with the with the new system that they're introducing you can scroll back and forth between the countries you can get first person view of what they're doing um so you actually as a viewer may have an upper hand on the war because you know where USA is in comparison to Iran, etc. You might be able to stream snipe, actually, mm-hmm. and gain your country's competitive advantage. I'm talking to you, Kenya. Yep. And uh, we're very excited to introduce this because um, it is our idea, and we've had the idea for a long time. We've been working with a lot of people to get this developed. And so when we finally had the opportunity to kind of hack into a greater um, good, which is moving from media moving from business, which is what me and Jake are usually into, moving to the world of politics and war, uh, we were blessed. And so we'd love, to, we'd love to kind of premiere this streaming platform to you now. We were hoping that you're, we're hoping that you're happy with the, with, the, with the benefits. I mean, it's gonna be, we don't know at, at this time, we don't know when the war will start, but what we can say is that when it does, we're gonna get that streaming service. All your channels are gonna go offline. All the stream is gonna go offline. Bank account is frozen. And you're, but don't worry, we are just implementing the process immediately. Um, the third person versus first person, you may be wondering how that's going to work. Um, I think but, I had an idea on how it's going to work. Yeah, I mean, he has an idea. So, uh, we're kind of planning for when we get drafted. We're going to go to the same um, recruiting office together on that day. We're going to dress nice. Uh, probably get tailored suit. Similar thing that we do when we want to interview for a job. Similar. Um, we go to the same place. And, you know, we share one resume. The draft guy says, you know, resume is not necessary. All we need is you. Um, there's no qualifications. In fact, we summoned you. Mm-hmm. And so we don't listen, you know, we, but then we say, okay, so you're going to draft us. How are we going to be helpful to, to our country? Picture this. And then we give them the whole pitch. We just, we, we basically say what Caleb was just talking about. And then we get to the part where he says, well, how are we going to do this? And then I said, you have a son, right? And he said, yeah, I have three. And he said, you know, every year they're asking for that drone. That drone so they can take all these fancy angles, all these fancy pictures that m- normal humans can't with a ladder. And then he said, you know, that actually is true. Um, I have three sons. And so I said, but what else are drones good for? He's like, not much other than taking some pictures and some videos. And I said, that's where, that's where you're wrong, um, Sergeant John. I said, you know, every soldier of the United States is going to get their own drone courtesy of the United States government and the uh, United States taxpayers come straight out of their, you know, checks every year. We're going to invest in drone Only technology. Only the lower class, by the way. Only the lower class. The, the upper class understands the privilege of this. That's why, you know, they, they back it with uh, moral support. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a moral kind of just backing. Good for them. And so I introduced this idea to Sergeant John. He said, I love it. Um, your, you boys are drafted. Uh, I'm going to steal your idea. And uh, well, this hasn't happened yet, but we're we're planning for just in case. It- but we know we said ah uh, ah uh, uh, not so fast. We knew you'd say this, John, and that's when we start saying, "You listen, you have." We ask again. You have three sons, yeah. 
you know, every year they've been asking for that new camera, the GoPro. He says, yeah, GoPro, I know about it. I say, "Mm mm-hmm, you can attach it to your chest, you can attach it to your forehead, hinting as if, you know, he should be getting the gist now. He goes, I'm not hearing it, what are are you trying to say? I say, imagine implementing not only drones, but GoPros, this new camera, to develop the first and third-person shooter aspect. And that's where he says, okay, where can I sign? We get the handshakes all around. We have the deal where we, uh, Jake and I are excluded from being drafted into the Selective Services Program. And instead, we are actually um, built kind of a tower uh, where we can we can see the we can see the war happening. Because like Jake said, this island is on the Indian uh, Ocean. So we are built this kind of massive structure where the military is going to be uh, set in place and we're, we're having the t- highest level that we can actually see from America, the island, and we can, with binoculars, see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Top sergeants and generals said, this idea is crazy. Once, once our idea catches the mainstream in the military community, they're going to give us honorary promotions and we're not even, in, <laughs> we're not even in the military. They're going to give us honorary promotions. This is all arts. part of our plan. Um, and then we're going to be up in our big high tower uh, surveying the Indian Ocean um, with a couple of medals on the on the left of my you know shoulder, and it was as easy as that. And it's not an easy job. It's not an easy job, but somebody's got to do it, and we are happy to do that. You know, I mean, for listen, for I think it's roughly what's the annual salary? So like we pr- we proposed well, that we said we, we proposed that, and then we 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 know that the average salary of a, a U.S. soldier is around twenty thousand dollars. So okay, so that's that can last you more enough. In the year that's good so that's great we proposed that and they did offer a joint salary um because they heard we had a cheese account uh cheese it account oh uh and they did offer a joint salary i think i'm not sure correct me if I'm wrong but i think each it was around seven hundred and twenty thousand dollars something around there something around there maybe not maybe more or less maybe more or less maybe more on the side of more um, but it was around, you know, seven, seven, it's like three quarters of a million dollars. Three quarters of a million just call it that. to a million. Let's call it a million. Just Might have well an just even number after the benefits. More or less. Again, probably on the side of more. Um, each and each. so, I don't even know where I was going with this. Uh, yeah, I, was, I mean, we're rich. <laughs> put it this way. I look at we not only helped our country. We're in a great position. I'm feeling great. The tower will be in construction once we pitch this. And then we're going to be rich. Yeah. So well, the, yeah, this, this, this hasn't happened yet. We're, we were living in the world, but if that the, happens, we but kind of already. We like to dream a lot, you know. We're yeah. dream, we're part of the dreamer generation, so. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking forward to that. That's why, for people like us, the war is a okay. Uh, I'm not, you know, no one's saying, no one's complaining on this side. It's of fine us. by me. It's yeah, fine. I don't have to be. I don't really fine. necessarily have to be informed to know that I like war. Uh, you know, guns, killing. It's a good year for 2019. Uh, comparatively, we look at Australia now. Um, this is for true. 2020. You mean so, so for 2020? Uh, Australia's burning all around the rings. You know, no one. We we're just treating it like it's this average thing that you know happens. Mm. Not much media coverage. Which on, is great you know, because we're we're becoming desensitized now, which is amazing. Because to honestly, war and fire. To war and fire, especially. Because honestly, at this point, we were getting too affected, I think, and human morale was getting kind of too affected, and we were, 
we were becoming too almost empathetic, I would say. Mm. And we needed to be more more like robots because the AI that's being produced, kind of the technology age that we're in, we need to adapt. We need to almost evolve to become more like technology. Uh, without a choice, we need to do that. Um, and no one disagrees with me on that. So the thing is with the Australia situation, it's it's really tragic, but it's we're, I'm just glad that we're treating it like a you know, a regular mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And there is a continent that most of the, the um, circumference is on fire. Uh, but at this time, there's not much that we can do here. Um, and you know. not much we can do for the future. These kind of things are called accidents. They happen every once in a while. And there's really no yeah. course of action that we can take. And there's really no reason why it happened, uh, unfortunately. And there's really no reason in the future to prevent it. And it has nothing to do with climate or, you know, the mis- the misuse of... of, of uh, of of you know our our ecosystem um, per se, it's just kind of accidents happen. And Oopsie! I made an accident. You know that's Mother Earth. Unfortunately, okay. Mother Earth works in mysterious ways, but we trust her, and we're looking forward to being fully desensitized in the future. Um, of course, the United States had a great thing in 2019 where they introduced the mass shooting desensitized desensitization program, similar to the um, the class that me and Jake took before driver's ed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 2019 completely uh, desensitized for mass shootings. So now every American citizen and and 73% of the world is desensitized to shootings happening in America. Again, so thankful. I mean, we are so thankful um, because we don't feel anymore. You know, we don't need to feel. It's kind of a thing in the past. I would say it's phased out to what feel. What are feelings? Empathy. Right. Right. What are That's feelings, where we're getting right? at. You, you know, know what I call it? Waste of time. I mean, look. Time? I'll, I'll show you something. You can do a little example. It's an iPhone, okay? I can say to this iPhone, I can tell Siri whatever the heck she wants. I could say something rude. I could say something mean. Try it right now. I could say, I could, I could, okay, I'll, I'll show you, right? This iPhone, huh? Right? I give it a slap. Does it, did it say anything? Did it cry? You know? Did it, did it, did it say, wow, I want a new law set in place for no slaps allowed? No. no. It just kept living. It's completely desensitized because it's just an object. Okay. Now, me uh, as a flawed human, if I pinch myself, ow. All right. I'm, you know, I almost want to pinch myself doubly for owing when I pinch myself initially. And if I do this to him, he says, "Good, <sighs> good." But good. we're trying to Sorry, get. I missed that. Could she's, you say it again, please? She's talk. I'm talking about you. I'm still getting the hang of this small talk thing. Yeah. It, you see, evidently evidently and that's what we're trying to move move towards um we don't want to be so emotionally i don't want to feel good when my leg is rubbed i don't want to feel bad when my skin is pinched i want to feel stagnant and dormant all the time and i don't want to you know be passionate about anything i want to be kind of on a straight line so that i can function at my best Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the way the society's heading right Let's take yeah. a look at what's what's you know economically praised. Let's take a look at what is kind of swept under the rug. We look at you know big business, finance, uh, law, uh, gun gun transactions. Those are like industries in which are rewarded quite handsomely, um, and those are pretty mundane kind of areas of study, areas of practice, and that kind of transitions the average flawed human into a much more neutral sense. Mm. All business, go home, fuck my wife, go to sleep, uh, reproduce. And that's always been the motto of the, you know, that's always been ingrained in our DNA, more or less. It's kind of our value proposition. 
That's um, the male DNA. The female DNA, wake up, do the breakfast, do the chores, take care of the kids, get fucked by my husband, go mm-hmm. to sleep. Yeah. Repeat, that's rinse and repeat. Why we've, that's what we've been trying to bring back. Because frankly, our country has had a big moral change and we don't really like where it's where it's went, to be honest, uh, with all this, you know, all this politically progressive. correct, progressive social justice, you know. Social justice... It's making us more flawed. I'm going to just say it. Mm-hmm. We're becoming more of the flawed thing that me and Caleb are trying so hard to get away from and to get more into the presence of someone like Siri. You can mm-hmm. always trust her with her thing and she'll never lie and she'll never scream. Our motto is kind of... It's kind of like a, a similar phrase that maybe someone religious would say. Mm-hmm. Like, what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. We ask ourselves, what would Siri do? Mm-hmm. And Alexa. And Alexa, and Google. Google Echo. Listen, when someone asks me a question that I don't feel like answering or want to answer or have the knowledge to answer, I simply ask, what would Siri do? And I respond to the question with, I'm sorry, I couldn't find anything on XYZ. And that's been helping me a lot. It's been desensitizing me. If I hear some bad news, hey, listen, Australia, the whole continent is on fire right now. The whole circumference of the continent. What do you say? I'm sorry, I can't find any news on Australia. Or I, or I say... I'm sorry, would you like Australian restaurants near you? And that has been helping me, you know? Because I don't have to deal, I don't have to think. I can just be numb. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You could say, well, what do you mean I'm sorry? I'm telling you that, that a continent is on fire right now. I mean, you, you're, you're sorry? I go, ask me later. Kind of like. Would you like eight- me to change your name to continent? Yes. It's kind of like the eight ball formula where... You know, you shake it and it says, come back again later, ask me, kind of, yes or no. Um, that was introduced at really early on, and we should have been learning from the 8-Ball. It's called the 8-Ball Theorem, guys. That's what we're trying to do right now. That's kind of our public service through this podcast. Um, usually, episodes are a little over 30 minutes, um, which is a good, you know, which is maybe not the best thing. Um, but we like to kind of prolong our conversation as long as possible keep it raw for you guys so that you know you can consume it and that's kind of how we've kept our viewers at bay we didn't want the viewers to go over the edge because you know too many viewers too many problems it's part of our whole salt and butter Mm -hmm. um so that's why we're keeping these nice and concise concisely long and what's even better is we're also going to be adding you know, we're adding more things that that draw an easy audience, kind of like politics. We're going to talk a lot more about politics. politics. This is going to be a political channel. We've decided, um, and you know, we also like to talk about losing feelings. So you know, this whole year is dedicated to the resolution of completely removing feelings from my body and just loading up with you know nutrients and minerals and kind of something to keep my body from going till I'm you know 110. Keep it going. Keep the well-oiled machine oiled. Yeah. Keep it flowing, right? Just of course, we are. Um, we are also thinking of another theory, uh, going along with what would Siri do? Uh, in this case, we're thinking, well, Siri, our iPhones, Google Chrome, Alexa, all these things, they are made to to start declining in um, in in uh, quality after a few years. So we thought hmm, they're flawed in that. Way. That's a good thing to note. Mm. Maybe it's not a flaw. Mm. We said, mm. excuse me. <laughs> you see, maybe it's not a flaw. We said, um, if Siri 
And Alexa, she keeps going off. She's a mad woman. That old bitch is already starting to degrade. She's already getting feelings. So what we're talking about is, in a couple years, if she starts going down the drain, why shouldn't humans? Mm. Why do we have to live so long, huh? Mm -hmm. The life of the average technological device, maybe two, three years at most. Life of humans could be upwards of 100 years age. So we're thinking, okay, how about this new policy? Every two years, a new group of people are selected to kill themselves. Mm. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why doesn't everyone just kill themselves now and get it over with? That's a little too easy. Would Siri do that? No, because she has to perform for a couple years, um, do part, her job. Part of her programming. Part of you the can't programming. Really remove that part out. And just like you can't remove our programming, mm. that it's either life or suicide. And Albert Camus taught us that. Uh, so in a couple years from now, me and Jake, two, three years, we are kind of, we kind of already decided, and this is a message to you, that we're going to just kill ourselves because what would Siri really do? Well, she would decline and ultimately her circuits would be cut. And the human version of that, fortunately, is a bullet to the cranium. So... So enjoy these podcasts while they last. We're going to be doing them for another three years. Mark the day. What the, what's the date? The 9th, maybe? No, it's the 7th of January. Oh, look at that. I'm getting way ahead of myself. 2020. Two, 48 hours, in fact. Way ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right now we're planning for... Just stay tuned. That's all I'm going to say. Stay tuned. It could come Watch sooner. the degra- degradation of us. Watch mm-hmm. us become, you know, mere mere shells of our former selves. And that's if we aren't sent to Iran by next year. Um, well, which is we're in the tower. Which we're oh, oh, true. We were, we're hoping for our our pitch to go well. Therefore, you know, we'll be in our tower. We'll be watching the snipers on the roof with Makarovs and Dragonovs. We're going to be um, beef stroganoffs. We're going to be kind of just up there, um, kind of doing the podcast simultaneously. So picture every angle. We're still going to keep the angle thing going, uh, but we're going to incorporate a drone. It's going to go. <sighs> But like we'll yeah. you know we'll, we'll we'll figure that out when it gets there, and more importantly, we'll we'll be able to uh, have a beautiful view. You know, we'll have a whole view of the world essentially because mm-hmm. we have such a big tower. Drone, and it's not nice because we're gonna get a really good view of our suicide when we do have that. The angles are gonna be beautiful, and you guys are gonna be able to see it. Probably so, gonna just jump. It's yeah. so high. It's that, so high that we probably and it's built straight up. There's no um, volume. It's just built straight tower. So we probably will just jump. There's a cement floor flooring underneath. Um, it's also indoors, mm-hmm. but. The great, the great part about that is that uh, you can witness, like like you said, our, our, our decline. And we're at our peak performance now, and we're trying our best to be our, at our peak performance. But a couple months down the road, you're going to start noticing some glitches. Maybe you already have. And, you know, that's our cue to get more and more suicidal, more and more depressed. You know, gain a ton of weight. Gain a lot of weight. The, the weight symbol, symbolizes the information that we've gathered. Kind of like how Siri, Siri... If Siri was a human, she'd probably be on, you know, My Biggest Loser. Um, because she has a lot of fat, storage. obese woman. A yeah. lot of pictures, a lot of memories, a lot of, sen- you know, a lot of sentimental things in there that you don't want to lose. Intellectually obese, that's what we like to call I.O. Mm. So Siri's on the I.O., we're on the down low, and we're trying to get more... I would say Siri's one of the first AI I.O.s. Artificial intelligence intense obesity Mm -hmm. so you know we're trying to get there uh so you're going to see the degradation it's going to be really great um last episode is going to be us jumping off holding hands 
um, into the clouds, but except we're not going up, we're going into the clouds and then we're going to obviously hit the surface level if the world isn't destroyed by Underneath, then. Because we, we would kind of only be able to see above the clouds, uh, right directly at the island. But yeah, we'll see, you know, worst case scenario underneath the clouds is the ocean because all the continents have sunk due to climate change global warming but i guess at that point we would be burnt by the sun anyway so sometimes the natural the natural uh, way is effective mm-hmm. natural is usually always better mm-hmm. i can't I, i'm just thinking about our demise i love it so yeah I mean, we're giving you, we're trying to keep you informed as a viewer, and we just hope that what you five viewers hear today is taken to heart and, you know, know that this is true, this is real. Um, This is our manifesto. So, just like we have a musical manifesto, uh, we have a political manifesto, and this is now a politic channel. You can start trending with what would Siri do hashtag. It's actually, in fact, it's trending right now on Twitter, I believe, now that we're talking, I'm getting word. Mm -hmm. Just got word about it. What's amazing about not having a lot of viewers is, you know, we can say whatever we want. No one's, and I can almost guarantee you, no one will ever see this. Mm-hmm. No one's ever going to see this. So it's kind of just more like a diary. Um, we've been getting, you know, feedback from you guys, um, and we don't listen to a word of it. We don't listen to a word of it because how are you? Oh, I'm sorry. Who are you? Who are you to tell me what I put in my diary? Who are you to tell me where I hide my diary? So, I you know I cut. I cut. If you've seen Parasite, I kind of have a whole room like that in my room. So this this studio in my room. I go down there. I lock the door behind me so I can't get out. Put my put my diary down there, and then I get to the corner of the room where I can get LTE five G LTE NTE. And so then I you know text my friend Caleb. I say come over. You have a spare key. He lets I me need out. To let him out. Yeah. Let's me out. You know. But that's like after two days. So that's kind of how I regulate. He has my enough weight. canned food for two days. Yep. Um, and so, and then the, the the cycle repeats. So why would I ever, you know, listen to someone telling me what to do with this channel? You know, they're just trying. They say, just trying to help. Um, you guys are hilarious. I'm like, I don't really know what's so funny about it's politics. nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing so far that's has so been funny. has kind of been a joke. So I don't really get what's you know what's so funny. Um, but like I said, if you could just take everything that we're saying seriously, then maybe you would start understanding the channel more. Um, or maybe you'd start going towards you know the AI OI uh, program that we're going through. Yeah, I mean you can maybe, you, know, you could understand if you just for a second thought of our perspective, and that's what we've always wanted to do as leaders. Um, but it's okay, you know, it, it is a video diary at this point, so we do feel comfortable saying whatever we need to say. Um, so even if this is for ourselves, you know, uh, we are happy to do it. We're happy to uh, kind of publish our manifesto so that years, years in the future, these documents, uh, these episodes can be in, you know, museums across the world, mm-hmm. kind of broadcast or another world after we've destroyed this one. Mm. Okay, so let's remove uh, ourselves from politics a little. You know, I think we covered as much as we needed to for this episode. Stay tuned for next episode on the update of the Iran deal. Um, I'm going to tell you, let's, let, let's make, you know what, let's lighten it up. Let's get a little funny, even though this is a complete serious story. Mm. Um, let, let me tell you about my night last night. Let me tell you, I'd love, I'd love to, if I, if I indulge, if I don't, you indulge. Fancy you. Mm. So last night I went to the market, I grabbed, you know, $80 worth of, uh, food. Cause I was going to have this lady that I'm interested in, uh, come over and, 
going to, you know, uh, make her a little meal that she won't soon forget. And at the end of this story, you'll know why I said that. Um, so, you know, we've been, we've been kind of on and off. We've been here and there, you know, we've been this way and that. We've kind of been up and down, kind of been like In east to west. Mm. Been hanging out. Hot, cold. Hot. And so what's amazing is, you know, she came over um, for the first time. She said, love, love your place. And she said, wow, that room, is that where the What's Your Angle podcast is filmed in? And I went, yeah, I went, I knew so I you're liked a viewer. you. I knew I liked you for, for a good, good reason. You're a viewer. And then she said, well, how's Cronano doing? I said, he's great. He's actually in the closet downstairs. Um, he's, getting rest. He, he's just getting rest, right? Because we have to record this episode after. Um, day later. Day later. So he's going to get enough rest. He's going to be well rested. Maybe I'll get a coffee in him. I sleep, him I sleep like a horse. He, he sleeps up, up, you know, he stands up straight and he goes to fast sleep, kind of like a wombat. And so, you know, I had this girl over and, and a little birdie told me that uh, this dish, you know, gets gets the people going, you know, gets the ladies going. Ah, uh, you mean like an aphrodisiac? Ah, kind of like removing from the old school, moving into more of the new, new school, school aphrodisiac. aphrodisiac. It's an interesting topic. Yeah, I read this. Um, I, I don't know where, I don't know, I can't remember where I found this information, but um, thank God I found it. Chicken Parmesan, huh? Not veal, not eggplant, chicken parmesan. So I picked up everything I needed to get. Kind of the new school aphrodisiac. Let's call it that. And I, you know, I got started. I was co- I was prepping. I was cooking. Um, she said, I'm on my way. And I was shitting bricks because I still had so much more to do. And we all know how that feels when you're cooking and you're so far behind and you needed to reach a certain time and it never works out that way. You know, because this and that, and you know, things happen, things happen, but regardless, you know, she came and I let her in. She said, what a lovely place. And like I said, she loved the studio. Um, she even tried out one of the microphones. She was like, how does this work? I showed her. So then after that, went back to the kitchen. I turned on the broiler, got my nice chicken parm ready. And, you know, we started eating it. And I said... I, I remembered the new school aphrodisiac, but obviously I'm not going to say that to her. So she's eating and I go, how do you feel? She goes, hmm. I feel different. I feel different, but I can't really put my tongue on it. And I was like, mm, yes. Tell me about your day. How were how you? And so we proceeded to kind of catch up about what she did over you know Christmas vacation and she went home she saw her family her friends had a really good time me I came up with some absolute bullshit just to kind of keep her occupied keep talking um, and the reason I have so much liberty talking about this is because you know this is a video diary it's we have it on private and you know for the for the 15 of you that are privileged enough to see it we appreciate you we have um, link share and unless she you know hacks the system and finds a way to, to uh, reverse link share this she probably will never see this um and so i'm thinking well aware i'm like oh she feels funny she feels weird different but that's in a good way because of the article that i read um and so finally chicken parm is kind of like the new school aphrodisiac in a way in sorts in sorts so by the end of her last bite i go wow it's already gone i said that to her and she says yeah it is and i'm feeling really weird and i finally think i'm almost dizzy I think that the iron's hot and I'm ready to strike. So I get into a position and I'm getting ready. 
and I write it right before I strike she goes like this oh oh what's that I'm like oh what is that is a probably a bone right thigh a piece of a wishbone of the chicken she goes oh no that's um that's broken glass oh that's broken glass in my chicken and then I had amnesia and kind of like that's so raven all of um, you know the night's uh, happenings came back to me and I remembered that when I was pounding the motherfucking chicken thigh cutlet that I used a uh, wine bottle of sorts it was actually an olive oil glass bottle to flatten the chicken and it actually um, exploded all over my counter and little did I know exploded all over my cutlet as well um, I thought I, you know, I, I scraped up most of the pieces with my hand. I kind of wrapped my hand in bandages. It was bleeding really bad. Um, and then I also, you know, uh, cleaned up the chicken. I washed it and uh, there was not any piece of glass to be sight, in sight. But luckily, um, there was that one piece uh, that was hiding, you know, underneath the flap of the chicken. So that was good because I deep fried it. I broiled it and I, you know, we had some hot glass. Um, hmm. And I found out after that she was like, no wonder I felt so different. I had a piece of broken glass kind of in my throat and my eating stomach. It the whole time. She's yeah. been eating it the whole time. It was actually pepper flaked all over mm. the chicken. But, but not, not, you know, not, not so fast. This is when I woke up from my slumber. Now, I come upstairs in my PJs. I had forgotten that Jake was on a date. I maybe thought it was the next day. I'm walking up the stairs. And I see this whole thing happen, but I stop because I didn't want to interrupt the moment. I hear her say she's got glass in her food. But luckily, I noticed that Jake is already, already in position to reproduce because he thought the aphrodisiac was happening. Jacob Parm is kind of like the new school aphrodisiac. So I walk up the stairs, and Jake sees me at this point. But the woman doesn't. Now, Jake's in position, and I quickly glance with my eyes to the same olive oil bottle that he used to pound out the chicken. Now, he got the gist. I wanted him to grab that bottle, use the position he was in, and strike her over the head. Because she had already found the glass, it was too late now, and he was in position. So luckily, my good friend knew what I was hinting at. He took the glass bottle, <laughs> and he, he struck it over her head. <laughs> he took the glass bottle, he struck it over her head, and she was out like a light switch. You know, now, chicken par might be the new Afro, uh, new school aphrodisiac. Now, you might be wondering what happens next. Well, let's just say the aphrodisiac worked for one of the members. Maybe it wasn't her, but it was Jake. Now, he was already stimulated to the point of no return, and she was out cold like a light switch. I wanted to have my fun, too. So, we simply... so to speak. Now, I won't go into detail, but... Uh, I just did. <laughs> I won't go into detail, but uh, we had a good night last night, and it ended with a nice... We found the roll. We found the, the, the Italian bread roll. We toasted it up, put a little garlic, a little butter, broiled in the oven, a little Parmigiano-Reggiano. And chicken barb's kind of like the new school aphrodisiac, and, and we, we went back to that article. We left a comment. We said, thanks so much. I had a great night. Anonymous. 
Um, so a kitchen nightmare ended up turning into a kitchen success. Yeah. And I'm lucky that I woke up from my slumber because usually I sleep like a horse through the whole night. I don't know what I would have done if he didn't come up and, and catch me. You That's know? why I kind of as a lesson learned, you should always have your best friend sleeping in a closet near you. Especially on dates. Yeah. So that if something goes wrong, he can guide you in the right way to. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a wingman, right? The invisible man, but add a wing, kind of so like the invisible wingman, essentially. Mm -hmm. She goes, "I feel like we're being watched," and I say, "Not to worry, you're not being watched at all." Mm. And that usually, when you say something like that, it usually totally gets rid of that. That's when I come, and And it it usually gets rid of all all her fears. You just tell her not to worry calmly. You say, "Not to worry, no one is watching." Continue. And at that point, she's, she's relieved kind of of any Oof. tension that she has. I thought I was and being watched. It was, I was just lucky because Jake was already in position, as he mentioned. Um, I was so. close. I was going to do it one way or another. Mm-hmm. So. But I kind of gave him the, the tip that he needed. And I don't know. It's, it's a good thing. You know, little birdie told me that chicken parm is like the new school aphrodisiac. Chicken parm is kind of like the new school aphrodisiac. It works in mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, glass um, parmigiana is a new thing. Maybe it will be the aphrodisiac for 2021, but that's kind of up to you to take this video diary into into fruition if you want to believe the hype or not. If you want to take it as kind of a, uh, if you want to if you want to again continue taking our podcast as a joke, you can do that. If you want to investigate the serious crimes that we've been committing, you can do that. If you have a um, a theory that I am from the Netherlands, you can do that too. You know, uh, I put up my on my Instagram story, you know, I put up a little clip of us talking about the recent late documentary, uh, Game Changers. And I had comments, boatloads of comments here and there. You're doing great. I'm laughing. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's so funny. Like, I am fucking heaving laughing. And I can't tell you how close I feel to taking a person's head slicing it with a bone saw slowly removing the head kind of like a cork to a wine bottle taking the head flipping it and then spinning it on my finger similar to a basketball similar to Dwayne the Magic Johnson mm -hmm. and similar to Dwayne Reed which speaking of basketball we have been playing some basketball lately. Things have been getting serious. Um, I'll just say Here, we've, been working, we've been working on some new techniques. You remember that head he was talking about earlier? Take a gonder. I'll show you. Show you, show you what he did to her head. Can you please uh, whistle me the Harlem Globetrotters theme song? Uh-huh. boop 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 Pass the rock. And that's kind of our new ultimatum. <laughs> we've kind of been 
<laughs> got a routine, a routine that we've been working on. Uh, it's not a joke. It's you know, there's nothing to laugh about. So I don't know, we've covered a lot. <laughs> we've covered a lot of bases this episode, and we hope that you can get behind our motto, which ultimately put that hashtag up. What would Siri do? Um, we're trying to live by that code from now on. Trying to get more like technology, get that empathy out of our hearts. Trying to get more like technology, all 2020. Mm-hmm. And also rest in peace last night to. The yeah, so I'm Caleb Cronano. I'm Jake Diambo. Seems as if this was the What's Your Angle podcast. We're going to see you on next week's episode. Ta ta. It's time. For the podcast, yeah. you all love. Let's go. What's your